Imagine the scenario. You see the most gorgeous girl, your eyes meet, there's instant chemistry. You say something to her and the first words out of her mouth are, sorry, no English. Sucks, right? Super, super frustrating. It's also today's question. This is something that happens all the time. Question is, how should you alter your verbal game when the girl doesn't speak your language fluently? So it's great because it does happen all the time. It's super frustrating. It's also a verbal game question, which is one of my favorite topics in game and something on which I just released a brand new course, Verbal Game Academy, just released on sale for a few more days only. So check it out. You don't want to miss out. All right, so let's talk about when a girl doesn't speak your language. And really, this isn't one scenario, but a whole continuum of scenarios all the way from the girl speaks pretty well, but is a little uncomfortable or doesn't know the exact words to flirt or catch everything you're saying all the way to the girl barely speaks a single word of the language. And obviously there's a difference there. It also does matter the context in which you're meeting the girl. So we'll talk about that as well. With any of these though, the first thing I want you to do is I want you to think strategically. I want you to imagine this girl and her language level and it's going to proceed towards sex or relationship. Imagine when that happens, how you're going to go about communicating with the girl. And if the girl is fairly logical in the language and can speak a bit, you may be able to speak with her fairly directly. And then occasionally, maybe you use a quick Google Translate or say, how do you say in her language and something like that. So you could have a fairly normal interaction. On the other hand, if the girl speaks literally zero words of your language, you're going to have either a language, uh, situation where you communicate mostly physically or a situation where you're using Google Translate or some kind of similar thing like that for almost everything. So you want to have that in mind from the very get-go because it tells you where you want to go. All right, so let's go with the easiest case, which is that the girl speaks your language relatively well, but not all the way. Well, what you want to do here is you want to do game almost as normal However, there are a few adjustments. Number one, avoid big words. Confusing the girl is no way to game her. So game as normal, but avoid big words. <clears throat> Number two, probably even more important than avoiding big words, avoid cultural references, avoid idioms. If you don't know what an idiom is, it means like a common cultural saying. So something like the shoe is on the other foot in English, meaning the situation is now reversed, right? But if you say the shoe is on the other foot to someone who doesn't speak English in the first place, they're gonna get super confused they maybe catch half the words, they think you're actually talking about shoes and you completely derail the conversation, okay? So you wanna avoid things like that. You might also want to avoid cultural references because along with not knowing your language, they may not know your culture. They probably didn't go, grow up with the same TV shows you did, for example. So a reference to you know someone from Slovenia to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air might just confuse the shit out of her. You should probably avoid that kind of stuff. Okay, so that's what you wanna do is you wanna simplify. Beyond that, you're not gonna be able to get a lot of your attraction through clever witticisms. You're not gonna be able to do like a little pun or a little turn of phrase or a wordplay. Instead, your attraction is going to have to come through frame rather than through the content. So it's gonna be over the fact that the, the nature of your, commu your communication and what you're talking about is placing you as a high value guy, showing you have standards, asserting a frame that way, not based on you misinterpreting a word that has two different meanings and having like a clever punchline. Again, because the clever punchline probably won't be understood or appreciated. So you want to really simplify your game. Also, you can sometimes get away with having less value in a traditional sense in your game because the very fact that they don't speak the English and you do, i.e. you're better at the language than them, tends to be a source of value and tends to be a source of potential insecurity for them. So you already have a better relative value scenario than you would if they spoke the language a bit better. Okay, going all the way to the scenario where the girl doesn't speak your language at all. Well, there are really two scenarios here. One is the scenario where it's a surprise to you and the other is the scenario where it's expected. So say for, for example, I'm in the United States where they speak English 
and I meet a girl who literally speaks not a word of English, that's unexpected. And I don't know what language that girl's likely to speak because I didn't expect this situation at all. So in this situation, there's no way I could have pre-planned. Um, and that's the harder scenario. However, if you're traveling to a country and you know they speak a language in that country you don't speak, it's very easy to prepare in advance. So I'll give you an example. The last time I traveled to Japan, I went there and I knew I didn't speak Japanese, but I knew I was going to game. And so I taught myself, uh, mostly right when I got there, but I taught myself about something like 12 to 20 words, something like that in Japanese um, that allowed me to flirt. And I learned specifically flirty words. So I learned something like yes, no, love, hate, girlfriend, boyfriend, good, bad, um, friends, taxi, party, drink. Something like that is my vocabulary in Japanese. Not a lot of vocabulary to talk about serious political topics or to discuss mathematics, but certainly a vocabulary to flirt. And so what I would do is I would have a conversation which consisted of those words and only those words, not even grammatically correct, because it would trigger emotional spikes. And then at a certain point, when the girl was laughing or enjoying it and the vibe was good, I would then be able to take out my phone and then I could talk about more complex concepts with Google Translate and I could still mix in those words at high points um, for emotional spikes, etc. I could also use the girl teaching me a little bit of Japanese as part of the comfort building in the set and that would help me not only there but also in future interactions because I'd be adding to my list of words that I knew in Japanese. And that's actually how I kept expanding my list. So because I knew that I was going to run into that language barrier in advance, I was able to mitigate it to a large, large degree and have very good interactions because I planned ahead a little bit and I knew it was coming. However, if you either are too lazy to plan ahead, didn't have the time to plan ahead, had no way to, to know it was going to happen, etc., it can still sort of work if you just have kind of a winning vibe, right? You seem confident, you seem like, okay, we can handle this. You seem like the whole thing's kind of fun and funny. And then you turn to the Google Translate relatively quickly for any kind of meaningful conversation you're going to have. Um, and you can joke. And it actually is interesting because if you can get the girl to participate in a texting back and forth kind of interaction in person, weirdly, you actually get a lot of investment out of it, right? Think of it this way. Every single time the girl talks to you, instead of it just being this offhanded thing she didn't have to think about, she actually stops, thinks, texts, translates, maybe edits and, and says it a different way, etc. Um, so she's actually investing quite a bit and a lot of good things can come out of it. And you want to make sure that around the texting, you are enjoying yourself, you're having fun, make sure you're, you're, you're you know, you're, you're set, you have the proper look on your face when you're sending her the, handing her the text, you still have body language, you still have facial expressions, even though it's text game. So it's text game plus. Um, and that actually can be an effective way to communicate as well. Now, this all implies a situation where you're meeting the girl and you're doing most of your game verbally. Oftentimes, the easier way or the better place to meet a girl when they don't speak your language very well is actually in a very loud environment. Because in this case, you can actually game with hardly talking at all, right? Um, and then what you would employ is what I call non-verbal verbal game. Um, and what, by this, I don't mean body language per se. What I mean is gestures that say something even if the words don't. So for example, if you're like, like that, I assume that in most languages, that's going to translate to no, 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 you're trouble, something like that. Whereas if you're like, come here, or give a hug or something like that, that will translate in most languages and cultures to something more friendly. If you take someone by the hand and pull them towards you, that means one thing. If you push someone lightly away on the shoulder, like, oh my goodness, that means something different. 
Um, it may be a little, there may be some cultures where that doesn't apply, but assuming most Western European countries where they don't speak your language, I know that will apply pretty well. And in my experience, it seems to have applied wherever I've been, at least to some degree. So you can do a lot of that. And actually, if you have a, a language barrier of some kind, you can communicate a little bit, but not much um, with someone in a loud environment. Again, you want to use those high impact words, like the words that I told you to the extent you know them in their language, or just in English to the extent that you know them, high value but or high impact, but simple words. I don't like you. I like you. I don't know. Stuff like that. Um, and then what you really want to do, though, to be fair, is you want to escalate physically to the kiss rapidly. Okay? And it's even worth taking a risk. It's even worth potentially getting a rejection on this because once you've done that, once you've escalated to the point of a kiss, you have basically agreed that the two of you like each other on some level. And then from there, the degree to which you're kissing, the degree to which you're pulling away when you choose to kiss, how you choose to kiss, how soft, how hard, the eye contact, the timing, um, dancing in between kissing, all those kind of things becomes to a large extent the communication. I mean, remember that animals do mate and have mated for millions and millions and millions, if not billions of years, probably not billions, millions of years um, without having language or without having language anywhere near as complex as what we as humans have. So those sorts of animal, I like you, animal flirtation, animal value kind of things can still be communicated with very little language, especially, especially once you have a physical mode of communication and kissing is something that bridges that gap. So say you're in a loud nightclub, you can meet girls without actually talking to them at all up to a certain point of attraction and then you can actually, you know, get to the kiss and you have a lot of dialogue then. And then what you're going to need to do probably if you're going to take them home or build a relationship is at some point you're going to have to rely on the trusty Google Translate or similar, um, given the Google ad by accident here, whatever Translate program you like. Um, but the point is you're going to need to have some kind of more real communication in order to establish some trust and also to just explain logistics and explain where the heck you're going when you take them home. But the attraction part, which is the hardest part, can be established to a large degree with the nonverbal verbal game, meaning not body language gestures, but but nonverbal gestures that actually convey a meaning, right? So it actually conveys words. Certain that this gesture is not just a push away, it conveys, oh, I, I'm distancing myself from you, oh, I don't like you. This gesture means literally you, right? So these are examples of nonverbal verbal game, right? You're saying something verbally even though there's no actual verbal. So those are the types of things that you're largely going to rely on. And also, again, a few high-impact words. The right words go a very, very long way. Um, once the girl is attracted enough to you, then she will invest, then she will communicate on Google Translate. And as I mentioned, that actually can create even more investment as you go. And that can be absolutely wonderful. So I've had actually pretty good success um, in my, my gaming career with picking up girls that don't speak a language. Oh, by the way, one final thing you can do, you can learn a language, right? I'll, I'll throw that in as well. For example, I speak Spanish and I absolutely crush it absolutely crush it when girls speak Spanish. I think I do probably, I don't know, even better, at least as well with girls who speak Spanish as with girls who speak English, which is absolutely crazy given that it's not even my first language. So actually learning a language is good. If you know you like a particular type of girl, you know you like, you know, Latin American girls, go learn Spanish. You know you like Russian girls, learn Russian. Seriously, especially if you're going to be living in that country or you're going to be around them a lot. That's actually a viable long-term strategy as well. And it is worth mentioning because not knowing the girl's language is a short-term thing, not necessarily a long-term one, and it's actually a demonstration of value. If she doesn't know your language, but you know yours and hers, you're already, in a different way, a more high-value guy as well. Okay, so these are all the different things you're going to want to do in terms of meeting girls that don't speak your language. Simplify things, work more on frame, use translator apps as necessary to build the comfort, use 
short, simple, high impact words as opposed to complicated ideas. All of these things are very useful. And then of course, if you can learn the language, whether it's 12 to 20 words like I learned in Japanese or becoming fluent as I have in Spanish, that's gonna be immense for your results, all right? So when a girl doesn't speak your language, it doesn't need to be an obstacle that much in the short run. And it certainly should not be an obstacle in the long run if you know what you're getting into. All right, so that's a little bit on verbal game. It actually introduces this topic of nonverbal verbal game, which I go into in crazy, crazy depth within the verbal game program. I actually go into how that applies, not just to girls that don't speak your language, but how you are communicating verbal ideas non-verbally throughout all of your interactions, even with girls that do speak your language. Um, so for that and tons more, check out verbalgameacademy.com. Again, it's on sale for a very short time more. Do not miss out on this. Thanks again. See you next time.